Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. New Amsterdam Radio starts now. Yo, it's Hobo Boys, the mayor in the mayor's office, as always, just looking at all the projects that you're working on 2021, and I see it, and I want to encourage you the best way I can, but what I can do is press on. New Amsterdam Radio is a podcast for creators, thinkers, and doers, and well, this episode, my guest this week is a doer among doers. Andy Rossi has done so much, whether it's acting or working in the DJ space, in fact, that's how we met, or taking that and, and shifting over to podcasting, or even for his photography and videography business, Andy Rossi is doing it all. But before I get to my chat with him, I have to thank you, the members of the Boys for Crew, patreon.com slash boys. You know, you hit that up, you become a member yourself. You can unlock early access to video interviews, show notes, and more. Patreon.com slash boys. We call everyone the members of the Boys for Crew. You guys are making this content thing a reality. I didn't think I would be a content creator. I thought I'll be out there just hustling for my next DJ gig, but the pandemic made me realize that to share what I learned with each and every one of you has just changed my life for the better. So hit that up when you can, patreon.com slash flowboboys, and you can follow me on the social medias at flowboboys on Twitter or at flowbito on Instagram. But enough of me rambling, enough of me putting myself over and promoting myself. It's now my chat, my sit down, my talk with the Andy Rossi. Welcome back to the New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creators. I'm being joined by someone that not only looks great, but actually helped me look great. And we'll talk about that in a second. Give it up for Andy Rossi. How you doing, sir? Hey, Flobo. Good to see you. And uh, thanks for that. That was nice of you. Well, you know, I kind of made my intros as big as possible. You're a man of many different slashes and talents. So I have come correct, you know. <laughs> Appreciate it. So let me ask you this first off the question of the bat when you go to parties and someone asks you what do you do how do you answer them you know you answered that very well the last time i saw you a live entertainment professional is what you had said right i, I do i'd like to steal that but i haven't used it yet <laughs> typically i just say uh i work in entertainment and then if they're really <laughs> more interested they just keep they ask more questions i remember on my honeymoon i said that to a guy who's from alaska and he said well what do you do and I go, well, I DJ. And then I was about to kind of like name what I do. And then he goes, you get paid to DJ? Oh, like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You can make a living. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I, I, I bet he's from the time where it's like there's like one guy, the family friend who just brings his stuff everywhere. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, yeah. no, you can make a living off of it, man. I, I'm sorry. When someone says they're entertainment, I'm already assuming adult entertainment. Is, that, <laughs> is in my mind in the gutter? Like, you strip for the weekends, bro? Like that. That's true. I've thought about it, but haven't yet. Yeah. <laughs> Day is young. Only fans is up. Uh, so yeah, DJ, actor, uh, podcast host, breakdancer? I don't know. What, what don't you do? I don't breakdance now. I'm, I'm, I'm not a great dancer. I don't mind. I will go out and dance. I'm just not. I'm not great at it. But yeah. it? I could do, yeah, I could keep a beat. I could definitely keep a beat. Yeah. Do you take your wife dancing or does she drag you dancing? How does that one work? Um, we actually don't do a lot of dancing. We did do for our wedding. We did like a uh, 
uh, choreographed dance. And I had all these ideas. Like, I'm like, yeah, we're going to do like this move I saw in the Usher My Way video. And then we're going to do this. And then I went to actually do the dance with an actual dance instructor, realized I'm not great. And uh, (laughs) we limited it very significantly to very easy dance moves. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a smart case because you know, with the dresses and the tuxedos, it's the range of motions all crazy. Yeah, it was fun though. I had a really good time with it. Well, let's talk about the DJ things just quite a second. That's where we officially and technically met, but we were on two different passing ships on the night. You were top tier echelon, a guy <laughs> everyone wanted to aspire to while I was just starting out there at a multi-op here in Southern California. What's DJ life like for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I started DJing when I was 14. My uncle, uh, my uncle Guy, shout out Uncle Guy. Um, he kind of got me into it because he was doing it like on the side. So I would always his like little assistant that would bring, you know, vinyl records. I think even at a time there might have been cassettes. I think I might have was that long ago. Um, but yeah, I was always into it. I bought turntables when I was 16. I wanted to be like this, you know, club DJ mix master from Chicago. Um, and I did do a, a lot of events, um, but they weren't, you know, <laughs> I don't think I got paid much. Um, But I definitely like was trying to bounce around and do some stuff. And then in college, I DJed and then moved out here and just kind of needed something to do. Met a guy who um, owned a DJ business and jumped on in. And yeah, that was 2006. And I think pretty much since then, I've been consistently DJing almost, you know, every weekend, every other weekend, that sort of thing. So you came in as a DJ and learned the MC stuff later on? Or was it you just had both going or? I definitely did not have the MC stuff going at all. I just, I'd never wanted to MC. I never wanted to DJ weddings. I just thought it'd be cool to be like a, a cool hip club DJ. That's all I wanted to do and yeah. work at zero gravity in Naperville, <laughs> Illinois. That was, that was the goal. <laughs> I never did get to work there though. Shout out to Naperville, man. That was the spot. <laughs> I, uh, I was the opposite. I, I came from professional wrestling. I was a ring announcer. Uh, I answered an ad on Zip Recruiter. Uh, oh. to, to be a, an MC, but they're like, no, 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 you're a DJ company. And I go, okay, well, see you later. And they're like, no, 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 we'll, te- we'll leave, we'll teach you. Oh, nice. And, uh, I didn't know I, that. I had the opposite there. I learned, I, I give them a lot of credit. I mean, there's a lot of things I don't like about that organization, but they did teach me like, how to like to make controls work because I came from vinyl. I came from carrying mm-hmm. your cousin's boxes and crates. And yep. if you didn't have the song, you just didn't have it. Not like, give me a second while I download the song. It right was kind now. of great back then, actually, because you get so many requests now and you have no excuse now because they're Spotify. Back in the day, I'd be like, I don't got it. Yeah. That's it. I don't got it. <laughs> yeah. You, you sure? <laughs> Nor you do I how? not want to play it. Right. You don't have the Macarena? Nope. nope. <laughs> the biggest song on the planet? Not me. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I'll try to do that now, and I'll just be like, oh, the Wi-Fi, I can't get it. I can't I can't find it. Sorry. I'm going to use that. Uh, but the DJ stuff is not just what all of you do, but it does something you put a lot of time to. And I know you have a lot of other pursuits. And I wondered, how does that, the DJ stuff, how does it, does it encroach in your time to do other things? Do you find a balance for it? Like, where does it sit on your mix of creative projects and endeavors? Yeah, I mean, it's sort of one of those things where I've done it so long that I'm kind of, I don't know how I would go through life if I wasn't DJing every now and then. Yeah, I, I kind of have to, I feel. But um, I've definitely done like less gigs as I've gotten older. I used to really do, you know, I do like eight to 10 events per month, you know, back in the day. Now it's down to, you know, four, maybe five per month. So I'm trying to do less, but I think it balances out pretty well because typically most events are you know, on like a Saturday or Sunday. So Monday through Friday, I could kind of, you know, do other things and write or, you know, shoot something or like you mentioned, do some podcasting, you know, so it it keeps a pretty nice, flexible schedule. 
Well, I mean, with those looks that you have, I can imagine you're putting your name on a marquee, a billboard, also an actor. That's Andy sweet. Rossing. I mean, it's so true, man. Like I told you, you just you're a superstar waiting to happen. Uh, an actor, a crafts person, if just you will. Shout it out! Shout it out! I need I others just, to hear this. <laughs> get the world your flowers, baby, and don't forget yeah. me either. I want to be on that like VH1 documentary. Like, oh, I saw it. He was great. Well, that and that's that's exactly what I want, Flobo. Like, I <laughs> I would love to like you know take my friends and we get together and we all just go do a project together. I mean, that's that's the dream is just kind of get all of the talents all the Avengers together and, you know, shoot something oh, that or do something, good. anything, whatever. Sounds like a great time. Well, how'd you get into acting, my friend? Was that the first pursuit, the first dream? Um, I actually moved out here not really realizing how tough it is to be an actor. I'm just like, I'm going to move out there. I should be Brad Pitt in the next two to three years. Like, you know, I had no idea. I actually, kind of funny story, is <laughs> right when I moved here, I wanted to find an an agent and I didn't know how to do that. So I, I knew Brad Pitt was repped by, I think it was at the time CAA. So I called CAA and I'm like, Hey, um, where do, <laughs> how do I be an actor? And you know, I know Brad Pitt is there. Where do I go? And, and the, <laughs> I remember the girl on the other end was just like, boy, you got a long way to go. Like she was, she was very nice, but, um, was kind of just like, I, I don't know what you're saying. Right. Good luck. Good luck. Hey, you know what? I appreciate your gumption and moxie to go for it, though. I'd, I'd have like looked online and say, well, there's no answers here. Forget it. But you called yeah. yeah, I called. That was the, my first and uh, last call to um, CAA. So, so isn't your agent now isn't part of that? <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, uh, it, it, it's it's uh, very far from that. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, no, I... I started acting a little bit in college. Um, I was more so in sports in high school, so I didn't do any plays or anything. Um, but college, I did a play and I did an acting class. And I was like, I've always loved movies. Um, when I was a kid, we used to do like movies in my parents' basement. Like um, everything was like a karate movie. Everything was based on Jean-Claude Van Damme movies pretty much. Um, so we would do like these things in my parents' basement, like, whether it's action stuff or we even did a Saturday Night Live parody. So I was always interested in like filmmaking. I just didn't know it. I just was like, my dad has a camera. Let's make funny movies, you know? Yeah. And then uh, when I got out here, it was kind of like, oh, wow, you can actually get on like sets. So I was like doing like background extra work and stand and stuff for like the longest time and got to be on set and see people like I actually did do a film where Brad Pitt was there and Denzel, you know, you got to actually like see it. But it's crazy when you're doing like background stuff just to know how far you got to go to get to that level. You're just like, wow, I'm like a just a, you know, very small part of this giant production, you know. Right. But you've also found a ways to bet on yourself. Talk about that body feature starring yeah. your face all yeah. over the poster. What was the decision to make that movie happen? Do you see it behind me? There's my dead it. body poster. My, my wife body. got that made. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Anna, um, who made that, designed that poster for us. And then my wife made it into like a poster size, framed it. So Dang, pretty psyched she's, about that. She's a keeper. Like, I know yeah. she is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She's always been very supportive. No, I mean, for the movie, I just, I wrote it and uh, just knew it was something that I could possibly shoot on my own. And it was kind of like exactly what I was saying. I wanted to get together with people that I knew from classes and, you know, friends that I had that were also pursuing the same kind of thing. And we just went and I think we took like two weeks and just shot it 
and now it's at the point where it's done. Um, I really am proud of it and now submitting it to festivals. So actually this week I should find out about a festival that I kind of fingers crossed. I'm hoping it, it gets into because it'll premiere um, at the Grauman's. I think it's still called, I don't know if it's still called Grauman's, but Chinese theater in Hollywood. Right, right. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's a dumb question. What is Dead Body about? Um, well, it's about, it's, it's mainly about friendship. These two guys, <laughs> Nice. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. These two, two guys are like best friends. Uh, I won't ruin it too much, but, uh, basically one is kind of like successful doing really great with, with life and career. The other one is, you know, not doing as well, just went through a divorce, you know, kind of, um, living on the other guy's couch and, uh, the guy that's living on the couch, he unfortunately and uh, spoiler alert he he accidentally kills someone and so there's the dead body and then he has to call his other buddy like hey man this just happened and they have to figure it out and the whole time they go through you know all these different characters they encounter and trying to figure out how to how to get rid of this dead body i hope it's a comedy because it not. is a comedy yeah as, I, as i'm explaining it it's definitely a dark comedy yeah wait, wait, it's not serious <laughs> oh man so film, film festivals it's going out now uh what's how, how does that look like you fly out there do you just do the little like pre-recorded like thanks for sucking my film like what's oh, the interaction man. now in with the film festivals i mean any film festival that uh will have us i will try my best to get out there. And if I can't get out there, hopefully somebody in the cast or crew is like, you know, I've submitted some stuff in like New York and Chicago and stuff where I know, I know some people out there and um, Ohio. I think I want to get the film festival out there with uh, Aaron Massey, who's been on the show before, but yeah. Um, yeah, to try to get it anywhere where we could get some people there and hopefully get some attention. Oh, that's always great, Ted Potty. Coming to a film festival near you, and uh, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't realize that there's so much, such a need for fresh new voices in cinema. So I hope that you get to have a healthy run for sure. Yeah, thank you. But uh, you, that's not all you do, bro. You do everything else. Let's have a break dancing. We established. Yeah, yeah, haven't done that yet. Uh, we actually worked professionally about a month ago from this recording. Rich and Rossi Creative, with which you're a co-founder. It is a, how do I, I describe it as like a, a photography slash videography house where you make yeah. normal folk like me feel like I'm a superstar. Is that a <laughs> accurate description? Uh, that sounds great to me. Yeah. I mean, it all happened with, during COVID where my buddy Nehemiah is a great photographer and we were both kind of not doing too much. And I always wanted to kind of, let people know that he's an amazing photographer. So, and I've been wanting to learn more how to shoot, you know, video on my own. Um, usually I always rely on a DP. So I kind of wanted to, you know, put my, you know, video brain out there and actually shoot stuff on my own. So kind of together um, with him shooting the photography. And then I kind of want to learn about photography. And then also I'm like, you know, why don't I take some videos during this? So like, for me, I just like take some behind the scenes stuff and, Try to get some personality across which i think works really nice like during a um photo session typically it's just you're just taking photos and that's it so i think it's kind of a cool thing to have like some video going on too so people can get an idea of like oh this is what's going on and then also like get your personality like i think your video is great because your personality comes out a lot in it. and you could be like you could watch the video and be like oh i get i get flobo i get his personality and that's kind of the goal 
Yeah, for those of you who are following the show on Instagram at New Amsterdam, for my birthday this year, at the end of June, I posted a picture of me on the steps there by Angel City Brewing. That's what Richard Rossi Creative. And I got so many DMs being like, you single? No, I'm saying so many DMs nice. saying, <laughs> saying, what a fantastic shot. Uh, I, I got to ask, because a lot of our, our guests are, are entrepreneurs. They they are business owners. They have side hustles. But it's not every day you have like a straight partnership. And so we talked about the division of labor, photography versus videography, but like, how do you guys deal with the admin stuff or the marketing stuff or yeah is there a kind of a coin flip is there a chore board how do you guys make that work i mean he may disagree with me but i i think nehemiah does way more of the work than i do so <laughs> i kind of <laughs> you know um we we always figure it out you know just to see how much work is going to go into it but typically i'm there i shoot some video and then i'll edit it and then with him i mean he's doing the whole photo session and then he's got to go back and do some editing as well but um his is definitely more time consuming and people are reaching out to us for photography. They're not really reaching out too much to be like, Hey, I just want a video, but right. they could, but yeah, it's more so right. we're, I think we're trying to sell photography more than video. Oh, well, why not, man? All the multimedia. I, I love it too. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of thought of it too, like, um, just with shooting stuff, like I kind of wanted to do it just to like, let people know like, Hey, if you ever want to shoot anything, you know, you got a scene in mind, you want to try, you know, as an actor, or if there's, you know, you want to shoot a music video, you're an upcoming artist, you know, yeah. I would love to shoot it for you. You know, that was kind of how it all kind of started, at least for me. Yeah. Well, I'll get in contact with you when I have enough material for my next comedy album, you know, get my love little, little I would love that. The gloss treatment. Um, well, as, as this company is fairly new, I mean, it's about a year old, you said, or a little less yeah. than a year old. I mean, yeah, what, a little less, I think. What's the, what's the, the, the end game? What's the, the, the goal, if there is one? I mean, what do you want to do with it? That's a good question. Yeah, I don't even know what the goal is. I mean, it, it for me, it's just fun time to work with a you know close friend of mine. So that's all it's been so far. We just did a shoot with a bunch of dogs, which I'm a huge dog lover, and <laughs> so is my wife. So I brought her along, and her friend has like, trained animal or trained dogs so that was cool it was basically like a photo shoot with a bunch of like cute puppies who, who yeah. doesn't want to do that well what i keeps do that the rest of my life that's true i mean if you <laughs> want to be around the cuddlies uh but what keeps you motivated man i know there's a lot of people out there that do what you do but you know you know you do your things very specific to you but what keeps you going and being like ah what's the use it's just too saturated i think it's just my brain is constantly having ideas pop up in it and i have like right to my ear got my little notebook right here. Um, I have this a couple of these um, just by me all the time, you know, wake up in the morning if I got any ideas, um, you know, if I'm in the car, you know, whatever, I just constantly have like ideas circling my brain. So yeah. I have all these like, ideas that hopefully I'll shoot one day. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I think that's what it is. It's just nonstop, just kind of like, you know, I want, I want to see this, I want to do that. You know what I mean? So just basically the, the giant clear things off your to-do list is what keeps you going. <laughs> oh, and it, it, I have so many of those notebooks laying around and, you know, who yeah. knows, you know, I don't know what things will ever actually get done, but. Um, well, I, I ask this for a lot of people that have like a multifaceted empire is what you do. Like, what do you do to recharge the battery, man? Like, how do you get yourself and, and sound mind to come up with those fresh ideas? Yeah, that's a great question my wife's always <laughs> saying that i'm not i'd never like sleep enough or anything so um i think for me is just getting away and having like real life experiences like i was telling you earlier i i was in chicago for you know a little over a week and that was great just to kind of like see like family and kind of be like okay cool you know let me let me hang with them forget about all the 
business and all that kind of stuff and then come back and I'm always like refreshed. And usually it's like a book too. Like I just went on a trip and I just read uh, Matthew McConaughey's book and it was kind of like, I don't know if you've read it yet, but it's, no, it's great. His, his whole thing is, is, I mean, he's such a character, but you know, just his life is just, it's very interesting. Just kind of the way it went for him. And for me, it was kind of like, you know, yeah, I just got to stay on the right path. And mm -hmm. I think that's a lot of artists. You just kind of got to, Stick with it, even though sometimes it drives you crazy. Are, are you a book guy? Do you would you write your own memoir or your own autobiography? Oh, I'm not interesting enough for my own memoir, but I do like reading biographies. Well, hold on, yeah. hold on. You can't go on a show as a guest like I am not interested. Obviously, you <laughs> not are. Yet. Yeah, eventually, <laughs> eventually, yeah. Like, why would you well, invite me, Bobo? <laughs> I think I'm a pretty good storyteller. Um, so yeah, maybe, but yeah, I definitely need some more experiences in my life for sure. What's left? What do you want to do? Want to like see the top of the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> definitely, definitely. I want. I got a trip. I've only been out of the country like once. I, I went to Greece a couple of years ago, and then I've been to Mexico. But I, uh, does that count? I guess I, I've been I, to Canada I think, too. I think anything outside of Tijuana counts. Yeah, because you can make a night and come back and from yeah. I definitely like, yeah. need more life experiences. That's for sure. Uh, everyone says that, but I think your life is yeah. pretty colorful because we're not even done going through all the things that you do. This is why I like being okay. on, on the show, New Amsterdam Radio, because we talk about creative people. And there's so many podcasts out there where it's like people are up here. I'm a CEO of this, and that's all I do, and that's okay. But to be able to to embrace different facets of your life and have different hustles and different passions is great. Like yeah. this, the evolution of movies, which is apparently a new podcast, but definitely yeah. one that I'm interested about. You and two of your friends get together and talk about the flicks. What? Tell, tell me more about this one. This is yeah. This is for me. It's so much fun because this is what my friends and I do anyway. We just talk about movies and uh, Jack Farmer uh, and I and you're a big a big uh, friend of Jack Farmer's as well. Hey, I'm very, estimatable. Very, <laughs> very. <laughs> um, <laughs> Very easy guy to talk to. And I think him and I, this is going to sound ridiculous, but I think we thought of this idea and he could correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we were on a bike ride on the beach and just talking about movies and kind of were like, this could be a thing. And then I, I think I mentioned like, but you're so busy and I'm so busy, you know, I don't think it'll. And then we're both like, <laughs> I think we could do it. And then he had the idea of like doing it where it's because it, we thought about it like, who cares what? me jack and you know james shippy's on it too who who cares what us three have to say about movies unless there's like some kind of hook some kind of gimmick so jack thought of the idea of like having it where each year we discuss a movie or each week we discuss a movie from the following year so if it's 90 uh this week next week's 91 then the following week's 92 and yeah. really get like that evolution of movies and for me it's been really cool because we have gone through like now it's like we're in movies where it's like I'm, I was like 19 or 20 when they came out. So you definitely have a, like a different sense of yourself back then to be like, Oh yeah, I remember this movie. And then to go back like, you know, older now to go, Oh, that wasn't exactly <laughs> what I remember or, or it holds up. You're like, Oh yeah. wow. So yeah. So it's been super fun. I, I really enjoy it because I love talking movies. So being able to talk about it with Jack and James has been super fun. 
I just love that origin story. Like I just I just think of of the Top Gun theme playing while you guys are or, or even the the volleyball scene theme playing. We're like, "Hey, let's start a podcast." But you're busy, I'm busy playing with the boys. Oh man, it's great. It's the best scene from Top Gun. <laughs> so so wait, you guys have been at this for about what well, 2 months now or time is recording about 9 episodes. You guys are rocking and rolling. Yeah. What's been the feedback? What's been the 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 shots from the crowd? What are they saying? Before sorry, when you said the volleyball scene, I just had to ask why does Tom Cruise have jeans on when he's playing volleyball in that scene? I mean, if you've seen his legs, I will cover them up too. Okay. All right. That, that, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it kind of stumpy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay. That's probably what it was. Um, and he, he like checks his watch and he's like flexing really hard. Anyway, um, I should definitely do Top Gun for the show. But yeah, I think um, we're, I think we're about 10 episodes in now. And uh, so we're at the year 2000, I think is our latest one. Yeah. yeah what's that been like what's been the feedback what's been oh what yeah been saying um I, great yeah i mean yeah um yeah it seems like people are really really into it the the best comment i heard was that it this sounds like three of their friends talking so and that's totally like my goal like i'd want somebody to just listen to it and be like oh yeah i feel like i could hang out with these guys or oh yeah i kind of get what they're saying and we're not you know, bashing any movies, but we're also not, you know, we are, we are pretty favorable about a lot of movies, especially like me as a person that wants to make films. I, I give it benefit of the doubt every time be like, well, they probably didn't have the right budget and maybe this didn't happen, but uh, we definitely shit on one movie and that's poor empire records. I don't know if you've seen that one, but we yeah, all, I had never finished it, but now I think I want to, cause I that saw was that, the, that was the one that we're, we collectively were like, Ugh, yeah, what? what were we thinking? It's yeah. like going back and watching too fast, too furious. This is slap the same. It just oh yeah. That'd be a good one. I'd love <laughs> to have somebody from empire that likes empire records though, to come out and just tell us what we missed. Like, like a, like a bonus episode. Just yeah. <laughs> How did you like this? Tell us how. Yeah. 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 What's wrong with you? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do so much, man. I, I got to ask what's next. What else do you want to accomplish? I know you have the notebooks of stuff, but like yeah. what <laughs> separate know. pursuit? You know? Uh, yeah. I mean, the new thing that I've been trying to work on is a web series. Like, I really like the idea of just like some characters getting together and, uh, you know, hijinks ensue sort of thing. So I think that's the next thing. I'm I'm kind of... I've been writing for a while and have some, you know, people in mind for that, that I definitely want to get that shot, but, um, dead body for me, hopefully, uh, it gets some, you know, praise and people watch it and enjoy it. And then from there, I'd love to just, you know, kind of keep that momentum going. And, you know, I really like making movies and, um, I want, I would love to keep doing that. So I am not an actor, and I'm terrible at memorization. But if you need a thug with a heart of gold, man, just give me a call, bro. I was already thinking that. Yeah, <laughs> I will do the most stiff reading possible. <laughs> oh, perfect. perfect. To be or not to be. Well, we got. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, oh, I, I got Jack Farmer in the in the last movie, and he never acted before. He did a great job. But look at those boyish charms, man. You two are just too pretty. I mean, if you guys oh, okay. have not seen Jack Farmer, please search that guy. I mean, blue eyes, <laughs> chisel jaw. Woo! <laughs> you know? So, so about your, your creative endeavors, and I know you said you are uh, 
you do have a significant other in the house, your wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there kind of space for collabs in that way besides the occasional one-off project? Or do you keep your creative things separate so you have more of a thing to bond with something else later? Is there a kind of a, a division there? Or? Uh, she is great with, she's so patient with me um, because I always <laughs> have these, I'm like, what about this idea? What do you think of this? How about this? She hears all of them and they're mo- most of them are stinkers. And she's right. always like, um, I don't know, <laughs> you know, right. um, but the ones I think that she could tell I'm like passionate about, she's super helpful. Um, when we did shoot the film, like she was on set most of the days, like helping with, um, you know, set design or, you know, makeup, you know, any of that, any of that kind of stuff that was needed. She was kind of jumping in there. Um, but she's, uh, you kind of see behind me, there's a little guitar back there. Uh, she's yeah. a singer songwriter herself. So she's an artist as well. And, um, I wish I knew how to play any instruments and could produce music or anything, but I just, yeah. I just play it and mix it. Um, but that would be a cool kind of way for us to, you know, bond, but yeah, I don't, I can't play no instruments. And if I wanted to listen to music, how do I go about doing that? Where is it listed? Uh, her music? Yeah. You just got to ask her and she'll tell you. No, um, promote it, guy. (laughs) She needs to promote her music, to be honest. Um, She's got some songs on Spotify, but they're, you know, it's more like electronic stuff that she probably doesn't want me (laughs) to tell people about. But um, uh, you have to, you know, I don't I should. I'm a terrible husband. I should know what her YouTube is. But um, yeah, well, Well, I would say this we'll when, I put, when I put my my name in Spotify because I have all my podcasts on whatever mm. comedy comes up, which is great. But then like uh, it, it will be like the song I collaborated with somebody else's show up in there too. You're like, do I want that to be on? The is front? that what I want in there? But it's out there. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I have some things out there. Yeah, some things that I shot, like some sketches and stuff. That now I'm like, Grr. oh yeah, I saw them all. I actually watched <laughs> all of your Vimeo. Uh, it was on oh YouTube. okay. So I sat, I think it took me like a good two, three hours to go through everything. Uh, it was oh. interesting. Um, okay. I know with actors, uh, I guess the ones that do comedy, there is almost like um, a, a methodical approach to developing characters and putting them in the in scenes, like character projects. Yeah. So I, I mean, that, that's my thing. Yeah, character. I respect the I respect the craft. I just can't do it. I, just, yeah. I can't remember stuff. That's the worst The worst thing. I, I It's one thing if I'm telling a joke on stage sure. and I forget something and you can be like, well, you know what I mean? But I can't be like, excuse me, Mr. Scorsese. I just forgot the line. To something <laughs> See, else. that seems it's more that terrifying. Cool. Oh. <laughs> kind of comedy. We we just saw a show on uh, like uh, Sunday, um, two, a couple days ago. But anyways, I was kind of thinking that. I'm like, I just, I don't know how you can do that. Like just get up there. And just hey, be funny for all these people. Be funny, and if you're not funny, it's not it's not going to go well for you. It, oh, I don't yeah. know. This seems like I don't know. I like the idea of like having a script and like having other people with me, and like if I fuck up, then it's like oh, let's take it again. You know, we're like comedy stand up. I mean, you, is this you? The the trick is not to be funny. <laughs> well, that I, I can do. I'm going to be honest with you. Like it's, and I know this is not like a comedy workshop thing, but like I noticed when the higher tier comedians, I mean, like, like a Chappelle, Mm -hmm. uh, whether you, whether you like him or not, Bill Burr, like guys that when you think of comedians today doing it, Sebastian Maniscalco, right. Um, They don't really have joke jokes. They, Mm -hmm. they have a story and then they react to them in such an absurdist way. You go, that's pretty funny. Especially Chappelle. Chappelle can go on for like a 20 minute tangent. 
yeah, and bring it back to a joke. You're like, huh? <laughs> you know? He's unbelievable. Sebastian is oh, yeah. my guy, though. He's from Chicago. I actually read his book. He's 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 awesome. Aren't you embarrassed? Uh, yeah, <laughs> so it's yeah. him being upset, <laughs> but it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but when you start telling jokey jokes, I think a lot of us, when we start out doing that, we try to do that. Mm -hmm. Then it becomes like a, you're supposed to laugh here. Yeah. Anyone? Oh. You know what I mean? So that's you, you been my pro tip. Yeah, I think you just got to sit in that. You got to be comfortable. Um, you know Dax Jordan? Dax right? Jordan, number one Dax, grandson. Dax is so funny, and he does such a great job of like, you know, just he's just got a really great presence when he's out there. Like, I feel like he's just, he's always calm and chill. And I feel like I would just have to be like that. If like, you know, go out there and just, just have some confidence and just, just do it. Dax, his album, number one grandson, I actually bought on iTunes and I was oh, like, Dax, cool. I, I want to support you, man. I bought your album. He goes, why it's uh, you could stream it. <laughs> I, like, I you know what? That's on brand. On brand. That's so funny. That's so funny. Oh, man, I haven't seen album. him in a while. I miss him. We should, should probably probably link up. Maybe we do a yeah. show skit together. What's up? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, it's heading up toward the end of 2021, my friend. And is there anything else on your travel bucket list or your foodie bucket list or anything that you want to tackle before the year's out? Um, I'm actually for DJing. I, I get to go head out to Mexico, so that'll be what? fun. Yeah, that counts. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, family, I got some family coming in town, so really looking forward to that. But um, now that everything's you know kind of opening up now, I think for me, I really want to get going on you know either acting in some you know film projects or I'd love to get a spot on. Uh, I'll even take a co-star, co-star on TV. You know, something, anything to kind of just get the creative juices going and uh, maybe I'll maybe hopefully I'll shoot something by the end of the year. So just anything, anything creative. If you can, if you need somebody creative, give me a call. So modest, nine different jobs. He's like, get the creative juices going. Okay. Uh, well, thanks so much for being on the show, man. I appreciate you. Uh, is anywhere that anyone wanted to follow you, stalk you online, how to go about doing that? Uh, yeah, you could just uh, look me up at just Andy Rossi, and that's J U S T A N D Y R O S S I. I love it. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K N E W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours. <laughs>